Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Sometimes you need a good cry, and we know just the podcast for that. Crying in Public, a weekly podcast hosted by four 20-something college women living in New York City. Follow along while they discuss growing up in a time where there's no distinction between what's public and what's private. When you're hooking up with a guy, what are your takes on keeping your socks on? (laughs) It's funny. It's enlightening. It's the Crying in Public podcast. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I am the current patent holder for the Caboodles uh, Plastic Makeup Box, uh, Sophia Alexandra. Hello, and I am celebrity giraffe breeder, Miles Gray. Are, okay, so what does that mean? Are the, the giraffes, giraffes are the celebrities? The giraffes are the okay, so, right? So that means uh, who are we talking? I, I'm, I think the only famous giraffe I know is Jeffrey from Toys R Us. No, I mean it's like son? there's giraffe Brad Pitt. You know, there's giraffe versions of all your favorite celebrities. Oh, okay. And what, what, what is like? What is Giraffe Brad Pitt like? How is Giraffe Brad Pitt like human? He's Brad? beautiful, and he just looks like Brad Pitt, but he's a giraffe. And he's always eating when he's on camera. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, welcome to this podcast called Four Twenty Day Fiance. Uh, what is what, what is what's what's that means? <laughs> well, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked, Miles. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its it. various iterations, and we do it while we are elevated together. Yes. And what kind of show is it, Miles? I mean, it's half recap show. Obviously, we're going to talk about the show, but we also have to do some adjudication. But those those judgments go through a very sophisticated algorithm, a computer uh, learning system um, that Sophia and I have fed hours and hours of you know, books on morality. I say this all, to, all the time. Hammurabi's Code, which is one of the earliest recorded sets of law, um, yes. as well as numerous hours of tape of this show, as well as Arrested Development, um, single, uh, Singled Out, The Dating Show, Living Single. Uh, I was going to say Living Single was the first thing we, show, we showed the algorithm. Yes, yes, yes. Because in a 90s kind of world, I'm glad, glad I've got I my got girls. my girls. Uh, <laughs> You're going to keep your head and, up, Miles? Uh, uh, yes. Keep my head up. What? Keep my head up. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, and so sometimes we'll give points to the cast members, like a bonus. Oh, there it goes. Or sometimes when they do something that bad, they'll get a penalty. That was a single bonus, just to the show. And actually, yeah, that's a check, check, awesome. check it out. Check, check, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> okay, that's a uh, LSB living single bonus. Uh, that's two million points. Okay. Who's your favorite character? Say it on three. One, two, three. Maxine, Maxine and Kyle. Oh wow! We both. I said favorite character. You said I know, two. but I I'm obsessed with the relationship between the two of them. I used to I jerk off Maxine. to it so much. Wow. What would you, how would you jerk off to living single? Like, would you pause it, Just or like you have to get it done? The two of them and that storyline oh. when they were like together, but it was yeah. like wrong, but still right. But like, mm. I'm glad you stopped 
putting your hair in that those braids though <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean miles i thought i looked really good <laughs> i got it when i was on a cruise to the caribbean girl uh, uh, i was like the more beads in my hair the closer i am to being maxine right yeah okay so let's get into the real brass tacks here uh 90 day fiance the other way season two episode three heart my broken Yes. Heart my broken. And that um I wish I, I wish those words had more power over me, but Jihoon does not have his shit together at all. Oh, you know what? This mother we forgot. Okay. He was he's long this, canceled. Are you uh, kidding me? Oh yes. Yeah. Let's uh let's remind our audience because if you are if you have not been keeping up, um Jihoon and Devin previous season, they met online. They met the first time they fuck. She gets pregnant. She She's goes, from Utah. He's yep. from uh, South Korea. Yep. And they have sex. She gets pregnant the first time they have sex. Thank you. I he just doesn't mm-hmm. have a real. Sorry, but I was just going to add <laughs> for dramatic effect. Just stacking, stacking, yeah. just stacking it. Yep, just yep. for dramatic effect that he uh, got busted for selling cell phones that he obtained e- <laughs> illegally yeah. and then lied to her about getting an apartment before she moved there with her fucking three-year-old daughter and while she was pregnant. So yeah. she got there, had to sleep in his parents' living room with him and his parents and the dog. And then she was like, you know what? I th- This season, she's like, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to yeah. go and have you figure this shit out. Yeah, and even then, he still hasn't been able to figure it out. And this is why we were also... The reason he got canceled was because he was failing so epically to do the bare minimum as a father. Like, not even as, like, provider, yes. you know? Like, yeah, you gotta be provider. Just, just as a father to this human being. Babysitting anything. He paid more attention to that fucking dog than he ever Bucky. did to the kid. Yeah, where he would sleep with the dog. I was like, well, why is the baby crying? Like, bro, what? Are you serious? <laughs> the other thing, remember he didn't, she kept saying, get a car seat for when I get there. I need a car seat for my child and we're going to need a car seat for this baby. Like these are just things that we need. Um, oh no. Did he order that she, shit in time? Af, no. After Tang was born, that's right. She said, we need we need it for this infant and he could barely get, scramble to get the shit together on time. Ugh. Anyway. And he still, as we catch up with him this season, Motherfucker still doesn't have a job. No, dude, what so, are you allergic? What is happening? Well, this is this is what this is where the episode breathes fucking life into our dead, dead corpse bodies that have no soul anymore. He goes and gets a haircut. We just catch up with him, and he's like, "I'm gonna Can go get agree? a haircut." Can we agree that the haircut is the best part of the episode? The haircut is probably the best thing I have seen since. I don't know. This season actually delivering between. The love story of Kenny and Armando and the wisdom of the barber. These were these are like really fantastic moments. But I think Kenny Kenny and Armando still I think takes the cake. But this was just a fantastic moment. I giggled so hard at everything that the barber said because he was just calling it like he saw it and yes. he was so dead on and so he, just so calmly savage. Yeah. I mean, I giggled so hard. So, <laughs> I could not I could not imagine just how they stumbled onto this fucking resource of a man. 
he goes into what looks like the most ordinary barber shop, and this old man greets him. He sits down, and he's kind of like, just striking. This barber just strikes up a conversation with Ji Hoon, and then by the end of it, he's tell he's like, basically reveals I'm a face reader. Okay, he's been doing that shit for twenty years. Okay, and what was the other thing? Face reading, palm reading, maybe. Yes, face yeah, so reader, he's like, palm reader. And he's like, oh, I'm about to read your ass to filth. Fucking read you down to the fucking ground. He, it ends with him saying shit like, let me guess. You don't want to work hard. And <laughs> Jihoon, like, he's just saying that as soon as he starts cutting his hair. And Jihoon says Dude. nothing. And then the barber's like, huh, right. I'm right, huh? That's right. <laughs> he <laughs> like, starts by just casually being like, people with small ears are very stubborn, right? They don't listen. And he's like, It'll, they'll look like they're listening to you. He's like, but right. they're not listening. He's like, that's you, right? Uh, and then June's like, huh? What'd you uh, say? Right. <laughs> and uh. then he keeps going. And that's when he starts getting into, uh, you don't take anything seriously. You don't like to work hard. <laughs> You're basically a waste of space. Like, what is your purpose on this earth? June was not ready for that. <laughs> no, he was not at all. He was fucking shooketh. By the end of that, he was out. His jaw was on the ground and was kind of like laughing, though, too. And he was just kind of like, what do you say? He's like, I came he in said, for a haircut. I came for a haircut and got a life lesson. <laughs> Truer words have never been said. And that that bonus to that barbershop, that's a barbershop, uh, barbershop bonus. Uh, how many points comes up for you for the barber? That's uh, 50K. Plus 50,000. Yeah, it, it was in a way I, I kind of want to go see like a face reader. You know what I mean? I'd be I'd be curious to like what he has to say about faces like that, you know, like what do you say about your face, my face? I would maybe I try and present my too. energy I was differently. Like, or he'd be I was like, like, No, I know you. There's no way he's gonna read this nose and say anything positive. <laughs> I thought <laughs> and by then the I'm end I'm just gonna have to think of him as racist to just recover. <laughs> he's gonna be like <laughs> People who have big noses can't keep them out of other people's businesses. Ugh. Is that right? And I'd be Ugh. like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's like, know. Feels like they really have to insert themselves in the middle of things. <laughs> Is that right? And I'm like, oh, my God, uh, I think I'm crying. I mean, always I've, think that they're number one, don't they? Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> the way he the momentum he had with Jihoon, I thought he was just going to be like, yes. And he's like. And, you know, he's like, and I know that your condoms fall off because you got a little tiny dick, boy. <laughs> you ruined that part because that's coming up. And that was. I, let's wow. just, I mean, that is really the other most important part. Uh, she's so we catch up with <laughs> Devin back in the United States and she's getting ready to move to Korea. Her mom, Alicia. For the second time, because this fool fucked it up once. She's like, right. all right, you got one more chance. Her mom, Alicia, is not here to fucking play. Okay. She looks just like Devin. Just um, blonde. Yeah. And she, but like, yo, her standards are so out there where she's like, if you're 30, you need to have like a house and you better have like a huge savings account. I'm sorry. What? This is not 1988, miss. I was going to say, bitch, do you think you're in the 50s? Yeah. <laughs> At 30, all you have is a lot of debt if you fucking. Got fooled I, I, and again, went to college. But that's like, like the millennial battle cry. It's like, what? Oh, oh, just like that? <laughs> but once, okay, so we sell, you know, she, the mom is definitely trying to pour cold water on her moving, rightly so, because Jihoon 
has never followed through except on ejaculating. I think that's like the only thing he he has completed. And I'm pretty sure he probably was premature about that. <laughs> okay, so again, we talked about she got she got pregnant the first time they had sex. Okay, and then in this scene, like so we know that, but in this scene where she's packing up, she's got like boxes, she's got racks on racks of some of condoms. condoms. And she she's says, like, I am not what? taking any chances this right. time. Because mm-hmm. I cannot get pregnant again. Mm-hmm. And these ones, P.S., mm-hmm. are extra snug. <laughs> so they don't fall off. Because that's what happened the first time. Wow. That's a savage bonus. I yeah. I mean, you know, look, there's no shame. You know what? It's uh, not even like a if bonus. You're not packing. It was just confusing. Oh, wait. No, no. That was a penalty. I said it canceled each other out. It's confusing. But. It's just so funny when the way she says extra, extra snug, snug is that I've never thing? heard that before. That's not even a size. That has to be like, you know, I'm not trying to brag, but I, I don't I've never know. I've never used condoms. OK, so I don't know how they work. Any uh, condoms? <laughs> no, <I'm> fucking with you. <laughs> what do you but being like, no, dick, little a fucking like garbage little, bag. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't know you could get pregnant like that. Um, these are all jokes again, but how do you find little dick condoms? I'm trying to Google right now because I feel like even when I would buy condoms, like when I was first having sex, it was always just like magnums and then regular condoms. Yeah. I thought it was only regular and like extra large. I didn't know that it went like small, medium, large. Is that possible? But maybe I think because I was just buying them at like sh- like janky gas stations and liquor stores, they might not have the full variety because there are, I'm looking now, great write-up for everything. Are you a more a with person? You snuggy? Oh, there's a lifestyle snugger fit. Slim fits. Okay, they call them slims. Oh, this is euphemistic. Tailored fit. Okay, so like boot cut jeans or something. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> You'll get your boot cut condoms on. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> they come Yo, in boot, boot, boot cut, cut relaxed fit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's just a million point bonus like- to the I concept of a boot cut condom. <laughs> a BCC. <laughs> I do feel like because there's so much stigma about dick size that it was probably not cool of her to say that on the show. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I mean, look. I just want to say out here that I've caught myself before saying stuff about little dicks and what they mean. And it means nothing. It's like the easiest thing to make jokes about. And it's dumb as hell. And I just want you to know little dicks, big dicks, you all matter the exact same amount to me. Not at all. I'm I'm so (laughs) glad you have such empathy for toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? It's really what? touching. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm sad <laughs> that that's what y'all care about. <laughs> I'm I'm sad for you. No, like be that. sadder about rape than you are about like you know dick size. Yeah, but no. it's it's toxic masculinity, and now y'all feel like you are your dick size, and I'm sorry for that. You are your dick size. That's what everyone says. Um, that's why. Yeah. I, for Ji Hoon, please keep it snug on. Um, now, what I guess what happened is, do you think he was just pumping and it's complete? It just completely came off, like it was all loose, 
So like it was just like half on. I'm trying to even imagine. It just must have pulled off. That's what it is. That's all it is. I, it really. Probably but even has- then, I would know. I, I I remember just being so paranoid, like when I was in like a teenager, like using condoms very diligently. But like I can never get anyone pregnant. It would be the end of everything. Uh, you know, just because I wanted, you know, you wanted to ensure that you could still be a child. And I remember like the one time I thought a condom fell off, like I panicked and it was, I don't know. It was a very, I'm, I'm like getting an adrenaline rush now. My, my flight or fight, my fight or flight response is kicking in from the time. You my legit condom fell look off. pale. You're as green as your hat. Yeah. Well, it was too, <laughs> it was too imagining. big. The condom was too big. <laughs> fell right off. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is the lesson here that they had the wrong kind of condoms is that there is not enough condom variety Mm -hmm. or is that they don't know how to use condoms properly? I don't know. I'm terribly ignorant ignorant on all of those things. So I will leave it to any experts out there. To the dick spurts. For the sex spurts or dick spurts too. Uh, What else was going on? Okay, so Drusilla. We see Drusilla, who I realize that's the name of one of the characters on Buffy. Yeah, duh. I didn't I see here's the difference. Last time when uh, uh we were watching this couple on the show, I was not watching Buffy. And recently I started watching Buffy. I mean, look at I'm Devin. Like, Devin's whole look is I know and I put in, but it all came together this the second I heard that character's name I'm like of course it's fucking yes exactly Drusilla um her and Spike though you know Not, that was so hot that's another Max Kyle relationship mm, what about when Buffy and Spike fucked and like the house came down I like that shit too oh anyway so um, yeah, seeing Drusilla now, she's a she's full on grown little kid. The worst part of Buffy kid. was when she was oh. dating that stupid super soldier. That was the most boring oh, shit of yeah, all time. That was fucking done. Anyway, um, Drusilla, she is a big kid now. Mommy, wow, I'm a big kid now, but she still has that like wild look. Still a fucking terror. Yeah, hair wild, mouth completely miscolored from all the candy. Oh, uh, she's an angel though, because you know what? The children are angels, angels. heaven up above us. Uh, but she does low-key always have like a ring pop ring around her mouth <laughs> yeah and when they when they cut to sort of like the beginning of the segment they were sort of catching up with Devin, who was in south korea like at the time of the pandemic and she's just sort of like breaking down how scary it is and she's like yeah the kids are kind of cooped up and they just cut to this shot of drusilla just being like <laughs> and then and then she gets down low to her and she's like stop stop <laughs> please please it's a small house oh man anything else what you what, what, what else are we missing here talking about them um i thought that the only other thing that she did that was maybe more of a dog than her previous dog was that she said well my expectations are here and then his expectations are here. down on the floor yeah she just means for like what he's supposed to do. His yeah. expectations are like zero. He expects nothing from himself. Um, and then we find out that she rented an apartment from fucking Utah yeah. in Korea when he was unable to do that from Korea. So she's just has like 
I mean, she maybe has half of a fuck left to give, maybe. I don't know. And she's just almost out. And she's like trying to get details from him. She's like, so did you get a job? Oh, right, right, Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a job. What's your and job? Tile. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you doing with the tile? Laying it, painting it, baking it. Tile just job. tile. Tile. And then she goes, wait, didn't you also have another job? Mm-hmm. Like got that job a delivery too. job? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two jobs. So how much do you make? I don't know. I don't know. Who gets a job and they don't know what they make? Oh, I, I don't know. I make like either 3000 or 7000 or, or like Six, whatever. Seven. It's like. But what about the other know, job? Yeah, seven, seven thousand. Seven 7000 with that one. So before that. Well, what did you say before? No, okay, bef- yeah, no but I, what are you saying? Because I, I, I'm just trying to listen. Because rent's 1000 baby. So like probably times nine, 9000 yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds where about you, right. Where are you getting that number exactly? I mean, just like, you know, one job costs 3000 you know. One job? Co- no, no, no. Well, how do you, I, like, I believe like you Like one job unit, right? Like that's how one they charge you. One job unit? One job unit. Are you a fucking alien from outer space pretending to be a human? No, this is so No, no, I've had a lot of job units before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my job to revenue ratio is stellar. What? Have you ever seen my uh, my earnings flow charts? Oh my! My job units. You, Devin, wait till you see my bringings. My bringings are so off high. the fucking meat rack. Okay, so high. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come back to keep talking to these other couples. We'll be back. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And we are moving on to Yazan and Brittany, um, which is a slow motion car crash. And it's not, there's no way this just doesn't end so fucking dumb with screaming and ignorant shit being said and. And everybody's family being upset. Yeah. It's. Whatever. I mean, look, uh, we do we do meet his family, or at least a part of his family, his brother, Obida. We got to count our blessings where we can, and one of such yeah. blessings is how hot his brother is. How dare his I family. say even hotter than Yazan, even though Yazan is hot too. Mm. His Yazan's beard is a little bit more cleaned up. His, you know, the styling of his facial hair is a little more intentional than Obida. Obida does have that big brother uh, appeal to him. You know what I mean? I but just I there's think something about him. I love this their family, man. Hair Fuck in their the chiseled face, face mm. chiseled face, and like good hair. Beautiful no, thank you. eyebrows. 
Are you? I have dreams me? where I I would have hair like that. I have dreams where I have eyelashes like that. Oh yeah, like the natural eyeliner look. Yeah, like it looks like they're fucking wearing eyeliner. They look so good. <laughs> I'm I'm You're obsessed like, this is with the, that family. This is the yeah. So if you get Stace and Dars versus Yazan and Obida. Yeah, are you kidding me? That is oh. a, no contest. <laughs> and I gotta say, we find out that um, their family intermarries uh, each, like within the family, they right. marry each other. They marry relatives. And right, I gotta so say, I wish that inbreeding looked that good on everyone. Well, okay. <laughs> because when you look at pictures of kings and queens from England and shit, and 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 fucking Germany, you're like, wow, those are right. some dogs. If it was turning out like this, I feel like keep going. The this they also have like the there we see their fishmonger business. Uh, they got some fresh fish. It looks like I got really hungry when I I think I saw shrimp. I'm not gonna lie. I think I wrote a note shrimp. I don't know why. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so you'd remember that you liked looking at the yeah, shrimp. like it looked fresh. I was like, man, I wish I was in there. I'm like, you and I want to haggle a little, like how because I think it starts off with him kind of. Like asking, like, okay, what do I need to get for these shrimps? Blah blah blah. But you know, the whole family thing, you know, Obida keeps put pressing is sort of like, bro, this is not going to go well in the family. Like, you know how it is. As to your point, it's like people are like we're intermarrying, and you want to bring a woman in who's not like Muslim or Arab, and that's what you know the family is going to be expecting of you. Like, this isn't really gonna work. Uh, but I don't know. It's, it, it looks like it's going to be bad because he, even Yazan scared that he, like some shit could go, go left and he gets disowned. Yeah. And also I feel like, here's the thing. I don't know anything about the culture, which is mm. why I made my, my dumb inbreeding joke. I would actually like to know what the, uh, levels of relation are for people mm. that normally marry. Cause like in the olden days for Jews, it was the same thing. You also married your like third or fourth cousins or whatever. So I'd like to know if it's similar. And I'd like to know also if um, basically it's is the reason that Yazan is just so eager to just lock it down is that's the only way that he knows to be able to have a relationship since you're not allowed to date before oh, marriage. Oh, right, 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 right. That makes sense. You know, so it's not that he's like, oh, I want to put a ring on it because I know for sure I want to be with her forever. I just think it's like, how do I even find out? I have to be married if we're going to fuck. That's just kind of the deal here. Or even spend time together. Yeah, that's true. You're not really allowed to publicly be around an unmarried woman, right? Well, no, I mean, because last time they were there. Not like in an intimate way that you'd be like dating is what I'm saying. The he, I mean, the, I feel he needs to be worried about what could happen. If he's worried about getting disowned because of how she behaves, I think he needs to be very worried. Brittany is a capital M mess. <laughs> like She's a self, live wire, man. Self-proclaimed. You know, she like started off drinking out of a glass with the wine. And she's like <laughs> packing. She's got her little wig head. She's packing up. She's getting ready to, to, to go out to Jordan. Her wigs are insane, just like her eyelashes. I'm like, you could do that at 50% and still look great. Yeah, wig <laughs> like, game is bonkers. I think when she blinks, I feel it at my house, like the wind <laughs> from it. Those shits are long. 
<laughs> she then she was sort of like as she's like kind of be like fuck it, I'm gonna start drinking the bottle. She's kind of like I don't know, you know, it's a lot. I haven't told Yazan. I mean, I'm worried his family is not gonna like it because you know I'm still married. I don't know. I'm wilding. Like it was. <laughs> she literally said this sentence, and I wrote it down and laughed at it quite a bunch. I'm really being crazy right now. Yeah, I'm really being crazy right now. Yes. <laughs> She was really, yes, that's one way to describe it. And it's so much like funnier when she's so self-aware of it. And then she's just downing this wine. Like it <laughs> truly feels like this character. She's like, the ship's going down and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> um, I find her delightful, I got to say. And I really yeah. like Yazan too. I just feel like they just do not no. belong together in any no. way. I feel but like I they would could, love yeah. to watch either of them, you know, date other people. Yeah, because she, again, like you said, she is definitely going to do Britney. That's just a given. There is no holding her back. She is like, you take it or leave it. So, when Yazan was talking about, he's like, uh, next time it won't be Fashion Nova. It's going to be uh, hijab and abaya. Okay, that's what she's going to be rocking Like when, when she comes to Jordan. And that's they're just showing our- her in fucking bralette tops and yeah. really fucking tight-ass miniskirts. I'm like, oh, to go from that to literally never showing her body, that's not even going to be her biggest and she doesn't transition. Even, she doesn't even respect his religion enough to like just – not that she has to convert – but she's like very she's not even willing to respect that he is religious and be honest with him that she is very sure that she's not going to convert. Well, and they don't respect like each other's yeah, religions. Yeah, it's a, because ugh. she's she straight up is like, I don't know anything about his religion. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I don't want any part of it. <laughs> and I don't think that he knows anything about her religion, but he just keeps being like, you're going to love Islam. And it's right. it's fucked up that neither of them. Like you're willing to spend the rest of your life with somebody, but you're not willing to look at the thing that make means so much to them. Mm. It just seems crazy well, to me. I, well, I think that well, that's that thing because at the end of the day, this is just a fucking car trash, trash show. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, but this couple specifically, like, we're looking at just like flame and gasoline, and we're like, it's so weird that it's doing this right now. Like, who knew it would go up in flames when you put them together? It's just you know, this is they're just so fucking fundamentally bad for each other. And I feel like there's so many like interesting layers where I feel like he clearly is attracted to her, not just despite their differing cultures, but Mm. partly because of that. Mm. Like it seems like, you know, obviously when he fell for her, he saw all the Instagram photos, her twerking, her wearing what she normally wears. It's not like he fell for some alternate version of her. He fell for the Britney that exists in the world who's like sexually liberated and is comfortable with her body and whatever. And that obviously is something that he likes. He even said in the first episode, he's like, you know, Britney's really independent. She's not like any of the other girls in Jordan. Like, and I really like that. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because there's no reason he needed to start this with somebody who was so sexually open and so uh comfortable with her body and completely on a different page clearly something that attracted to him him but then to immediately be like okay now you can't be that way if we're together is kind of interesting to me because i'm like you didn't think this through at all and for her she clearly was attracted to him because she doesn't 
she's just like he's hot she doesn't really need yeah. much yeah. you know she's like he's hot period um <laughs> and i don't really think that like she's thought about it much no. to consider anything that might be as big as changing no. your religion look if people thought about their futures this show would not be fucking would not interesting exist. let's be real <laughs> uh but i just we have to you know just quick shout out to her dad oh um, i love him so much my heart okay so the first episode never really shows what's inside yeah that was the first remember the the last episode which was the first episode we're like look at this guy he's always just kind of like smiling through like the most horrific news and just trying to keep upbeat but as you know she's leaving for the airport but we called it out then too we were like he's dying inside he's just one of those dudes that smiles yeah fucking called it well yeah but it's just i'm just saying like it it's it caught us there, but to hear it articulated now because we see that he's really sad that he's taking her to the airport. She's gonna leave. He like he's finding out on the car ride there that like she's like yeah you know I'm like for my divorce to go through it's gonna be like another like six or seven months so like who knows about that and he's like oh no so um well his family isn't gonna take that well at all <laughs> um, <laughs> and when really it's like catastrophic news and then we cut to the airport where he's like they're talking about how they've been together he's been raising her since she was a little girl how he's had had to to grow as a man as a girl dad yeah yeah and all that and then just to see her and then he just says you know my smile that when he says that it just breaks you that to know that that smile is just a a veneer and all i just wrote was i'm sad that line hurt me inside that's just a that's just a heavenly father bonus uh to britney's dad that's yeah, three that's, million points that's plus what three three million yeah three million yeah for it's being the dad all of us wish we had uh, uh <laughs> i also thought it was so cute when he told her that he goes are you are you gonna be able to be he's like are you gonna be a big girl and she's like yeah i'm gonna be a big girl and then he goes i don't know if i'm gonna be a big boy big boy oh, oh papa <laughs> Papa, no! Papa! 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 Papa, No, Papa! I will never leave you! Papa! Papa! Seriously, if he wants to be my dad, I will literally never leave the country. I don't know if I can be a big boy. Are you going to cry, Dad? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, you precious soul. Why were you so sweet and loving and adorable? <sighs> and then he says, be honest to her when yeah. she goes over. That is, he's such a good wow. dad. Yeah. We don't mm. deserve him. No. All right. Shall we move on? Yes. To someone with a shitty dad? <laughs> <laughs> Who has Binion. a shitty dad? Ar- okay, Ariella's dad at that dinner when he's like, "Why couldn't you just found a nice Jewish boy from Brooklyn, not an Ethiopian?" Like the way he like leaned into the like it was. Ethiopian. I was like, oh, "Here we go, here we go." I mean, That's we get it. fucking classic Jewish parent lament. No matter who so, yeah, you just, date. Just classic. Ah, why couldn't any- it have been a nice Jewish boy or a nice Jewish girl? I'm but, sorry. But it, I'm, I'm sure it's like it that feels for different- you. But it'd be different if it was just a goy, you know, versus like mm. it being like an Ethiopian, you know, that has that layer. There's the venom. But we digress. 
I at one point was dating a Moroccan Jew mm-hmm. that had dreadlocks to his waist and I was always very excited to see if my mom or my grandpa would ever talk shit about it and be like, why can't you be with a nice Jewish boy? Because I'd be like, yeah, he is he a is. nice Jewish boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they didn't care. <laughs> uh, they loved him. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she's also getting ready. Ariella is also getting ready to leave to basically move to how we hear it. Our, we're hearing it out loud. It sounds wild and ridiculous every time I hear it. To move to Ethiopia forever, just like that. Heading heading over to Ethiopia forever. Bye, family. I have a baby also I'm about to give birth to. Not to mention, uh, Biniam has another child from a past marriage to an American. And he hasn't seen him in years. And honestly, I don't really know what the backstory is there. But like, I, I don't care, really. It's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like her whole vibe. When, when I heard that the... The first woman, his first wife, or the first, because he's not engaged to Ariella, right? Or are they? I mean, I think so. I mean, either way. They have to be to be on the show, whatever the fuck. The point is, when he uh when he says that she literally moved back to America and that he hasn't seen his son in two and a half years, and that she just like very lightly goes, just like, I yeah, I have no idea what happened. Bro, how are you going to be in a relationship with a man where you don't know if he was takes care of his child Kids. that he already has <laughs> and you're getting pregnant by him? Like, what do you think that means about how he's going to treat your baby? It's right. just so fucked up to me. Um, it reminds me of like um, the Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson thing. It's like, yeah, he left a pregnant woman for you. Right. Do you not think he's gonna leave you for the next one? Like, what do? You, how do you Look think at the this resume. works? Yeah. What are you talking about? Wait, so yeah, so it's just kind of. He told crazy. you he was a serial killer, but he's just he's done killing. And yeah, yeah. It should be fine. Um, he's just gonna stop. He's done. He said. He said it's different with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the R. shit. R. Yeah. I just don't even understand that. I'm like, well, and I remembered another reason that I hated her. You know how in the first episode, like last episode, I was like, I fucking hate her and I don't really know why. I'm right. like, sure, one part of it was like, I just hate her face for no reason. And right. that's on me. But then the other part of it that I forgot to mention is that during that episode, she says, everyone likes me. How could you not like me? Yeah. <laughs> And if you ever have said that in your yeah. entire life, know that people do not like you. It should feel weird to say that out loud. Like, that's the true test. If, if I had to say you are such a crazy, not, I don't. If, could you, I, everyone, who doesn't like me? Everyone likes me. That feels so weird to say. <laughs> to be so unself-aware is to not know that every person is not for everyone <laughs> so that's just the kind of narcissism that i honestly i can't well, so not when to i mention, remembered that again yeah. i was like this is why i fucking hate you and she's even like you know with the child right there's concerns you know how will the child be raised with a uh binium is orthodox christian she's jewish and she was like the baby will be jewish okay hallelujah and then the mom kind of nervously laughs and says, so he doesn't get any say? 
And then she goes, basically, no. 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 And I was like, I fucking knew I hated you. Yeah. You're well, a typical Jap. That is mm. what a Jewish American princess talks like. Mm-hmm. You're fucking entitled to everything. Everything is yours for the taking. Like brute oh, force course, worldview. Yeah, fuck you. Of course the baby's going to be what you want. What are oh, you yeah, even he talking can't decide. about? I don't respect him enough. About? Yeah. To be like, I don't, I don't know anything about Orthodox Christian. It's not Orthodox Jewish. I'll tell you that. So it, it's not going to fly here. Uh, but we'll, I mean, I can't and imagine. And she also that. says that she doesn't know anything about his religion. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So pretty cool that you've already been like, nah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. But that's where they I left that. I think this is another train wreck situation. Oh, There's 100%. no way he's going to stay with the spoiled woman. No. I want to fucking divorce her, and I'm not even with her. No. No, absolutely not. So. Let's take, uh, let's take another break, and then we'll come back and finish out strong. Okay, right after this. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And Jenny and Sumit are our next couple. Uh, we've met his. Do we meet his brother before? Amit? I feel like this is the first time we've met him. Uh, I think we did meet him, him once before. Maybe, yeah. Uh, this was so this boring. Kind of, I don't even think I took really any. No, it was basically boiled down to his brother just still doing the same, like this tired ass thing, like, hey, you know, she's old. She's going to come over here. Like, what are you going to do? Da, 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 da. And then he's like, well, you know, I didn't want to get married. Our parents made me get married. You know, I didn't want to get married. So what you think I was going to do? I just don't want to be unhappy. Okay. And he's like, you didn't do nothing. You didn't pull up. You had that energy when it was just you and me. But where were you in front of mom and dad, bro? And he was like, you're right. You're right. All right. I thought that was kind of cool because I've never seen anybody call each other on shit like that on the show. Yeah, it was. It was nice. But I guess yeah, and you know, he we'll straight s- up was like, "Yeah, I'm wrong. I'll talk to I'll talk to our parents about this." But the trend with uh, this, like this storyline of this show, is always like, "I'll go talk to him real quick." It's always t- about to go talk to the parents, and nothing gets resolved <laughs> ever. So how the fuck is this gonna? Maybe they have more. They they trust Samit more. But also, like, he's not the oldest son, right? The oldest son is Samit. Yeah. So I think like they're like in the hierarchy of things, they're not going to fucking listen to the younger son. I don't know. Maybe they respect him more, though, or they think Sumit's just a lost cause. Well, we saw previews where they're just pretty upset and yelling. So I don't know. Yeah. So with Jenny, we see her 
and she's getting ready to leave. She's packing up her suitcase to move to India, part two, um, uh, Electric Vindaloo. The remix. So she starts, you know, her daughters start asking questions again about the, uh, the divorce papers. Have you seen the divorce papers? Where are the divorce papers? Where is the proof that this man is not lying to you? Show like last us time? the receipts. Can we see them? I'm looking for them. Can't come up with anything. Nothing. She says, I, I don't No, I mean, I trust him this time. They're like, no, no, no. Remember, you said you wanted to see them. That way you didn't get in a shitty situation like last time. And then Jenny's whole attitude is like, yeah, well, I didn't see him. And now we're here. So what? Yo, what the fuck? Come on. I literally tuned out because it's too much of the same thing with them. Yeah. Where like her lesbian daughter and her partner are like being the only reasonable people and they're just getting tired of being and reasonable. Trying to and set they're like, Mom, too. please come on. And she's just like, I'm cashing my social security out early and ruining my life. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. And they keep really, they're trying to be healthy, you know, like they're trying to set boundaries. Like, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. And they're at the end. Remember, they were saying, if it goes south after this, they're done. They're done with her. So the second she said, yeah, well, I didn't see the papers. And now we're here. So what? You could tell. They basically said, R.I.P. Jenny. R.I. motherfucking P. Can I tell you you something, though? I bet you that is not the case because that's not how women are. They're just trying to let her her know. Who could actually toss their mom out? Well, some assholes could, but yeah, I'm just some saying, I don't could. think they're going to do it. I just think they're like, no, no, bro, no, but take I mean, this seriously. That that realization, you know, like they had that realization where like she's fully, she, she's gone. You know what I mean? Like, and we're just going to have to deal with it because they were like, the only thing is she's been like, dickmatized, man. Uh, well, maybe they're not falling off. He doesn't need Snuggies when we're fuckies. <laughs> okay. I don't. You got anything else to add? I guess I'm just mad at them exploit uh, being exploitative with that stupid cow clip. Oh, cows are so weird. How weird to have a cow in the room. Oh, Jenny's yeah. freaking out because it's a cow. I'm they like, don't eat them here. Can we just not? Well, that's how you know they got a other and like you know make it so exotic. Oh my god, there's cows in the streets. Let's move on. Also, to that it. is a gorgeous cow. I would be honored to have it over as a dinner guest. Wow. Did you not see that cow? It was so beautiful. I probably wasn't looking because sometimes I'm doing other shit when Jenny and Sumit are talking. It was beautiful and it was wearing all kinds of flowers and decorations and I would have been honored. It was, the, it was beautiful. Shout out to the gods. You know. Let's move on to Kenny and Armando. There's nothing really, really happened here. I don't have anything to say about he this. He just said, cause... I'm leaving, and Armando's 31. Sorry, I lied. Bye. And he cried, and then his son was like, oh, my God, my girlfriend's your boyfriend's age. Mm-hmm. And then he cried, and then they tried to make him like feel bad for going to meet our, meet Armando because they said... Well, like, how long, how long have you been seeing him before you got engaged? And he's like, three and a half years. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you can't even say that it was rushed or anything. No. Three There's and a half no years friction. is fucking reasonable, especially when he's like, what, 57 or something? He's like, I want to get this started. I love my man. Right. The friction then, is going to be from Armando's family. That's where it's going to gonna happen. Because his, you know, Kenny's family's all in. The only, the only 
thing that's like close to friction is like just about maybe his age or that they're more just sad that he's leaving. That's really the only like yeah. negative energy that's there. But here's the thing. You now have met Kenny. There's no way they're not going to fall in love with Kenny. Like, I'm not even worried about Armando's family. I think when they meet Kenny and they see how he is with like Hannah and any other kids and anybody, he's been raising kids his whole life. When they see do his they? vibe and how kind he is, there's no way they're not going to fucking but love But do we know Kenny. that his that Armando's parents are cool with him coming out? I don't know, but I'm just saying the sister, I'm sure she's going to like Kenny. Oh, yeah, the sister. Because the thing that they tease is Armando coming out to his parents and like all they could do is show his mother in tears. But who knows? Maybe it could be a moment of reconciliation like there was with his sister. We'll see. We shall see. But who knows? Also, those things take time. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I'm optimistic. Uh, sometimes it's just a shock and it takes a while and hopefully they'll come around, especially when it's someone that's clearly the heart of their family, just like the way yeah. Kenny's the heart of his family. Ugh. Um, Again, I even when he wanted... was like, I've had I put you guys, you know, my kids have been number one for 27 years. And I just want to be happy. Oh, Emmys, hand them out, hand them out. He's like, motherfucker, I have all my hair. Let me live. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to mention that someone commented on Instagram mm-hmm. on um, the last episode and they said, I'm surprised that you didn't drag Kenny and Armando for the age difference that you drag Jenny and Samit for. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how you feel about that, so mm-hmm. I would love to hear your reply, and mm-hmm. then I will reply. Thoughts? What? Oh, you want to hear my my thoughts, and then you said <laughs> then you will reply. I thought you were talking to the person who wrote the comment. I'm high, bro. <laughs> That's a four hundred twenty thousand point bonus. <laughs> exactly. I for real was like, uh huh. And something? I could see you were waiting for something from me. I'm like. What does he want? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, to that, yeah, I, I think the reason why the age difference with Jenny and Sumit, not that it matters. I don't think that's what matters. I think it's only the what I'm talking about is the list of things that are incompatibilities that are driving like the negative forces of their relationship. So like it would be one like his parents have an issue like with her age. Not that I had to, but that's adding negative stress to the relationship. The I think the idea that his role, like with and as she ages too, like the way they're connected, is adding to you know whatever stress that the other people are putting onto it. But I think really the biggest issues are around the fact that their relationship is already flawed. Like he's not honest with her. He doesn't care. He's not. He doesn't love her enough to ever be honest with her. So that already is disqualifying. So those other things, so when age comes into it, it's almost like not to mention that these other things that would otherwise not matter if the relationship was healthy are actually making things worse. Uh, I don't have a, like, there's no, there's no problem with that. Uh, but it just, it's, I'm, you know, that's why it's brought up, I think, in that context, at least for me. Love this take. This is why we are partnered up. My take mm-hmm. is, uh, different but supports the same thesis which is that the reason i don't think that 
it is a problem for me that Kenny and Armando are together is that um, fertility is not a thing with them. So he, Kenny already has children and grandchildren and Armando already has a daughter. So there isn't a thing of the person's age determining whether you're going to have children or not. Whereas with Samit and Jenny, sure, he doesn't want kids now, but I mean, I am someone who never wanted kids. Then I got cancer and then surprise, I fucking wanted kids. Shit changes. You can't ever say you'll never want that. But it's not going to be a possibility with that partner if you say change your mind in 10 years. So to me, I feel like there's a lot more to consider other than just the relationship. It's what kind of life do you want to have? Do you want to have a family? How how do you want to live? And if a family is not a big deal to you or it's I mean, I just think like you can't really know early enough. And I also think that it's like Kenny seems to me to be in pretty good shape. And that he's not really going to need a caretaker for a bit. Whereas with her, she had him clip her toenails and wash her (laughs) hair. If that's happening now and bitch is fully functional, I just don't really know how that's going to work out going forward. That's my piece. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I also just like Kenny and Armando as a couple better. So I I will highlight the things I enjoy. I think that's really the bottom line, too. But either Sorry, way, no we stand their love star- story. We think it's beautiful. Watch, and then we find out some trash bullshit like they're actors and we fully got fucking played by TLC, which I wouldn't be Wouldn't surprised. be the first time, man. Anyway, um, so that's it for this episode. Um, you got any business you want to conduct? Yes, I would like to read some reviews because mm-hmm. we love our K1s and we're going to, you know... Repay the love that we get. Wow. Brave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Here is a review from Juani MH. J-U-A-N-I. Is that Juani? Juani MH? Mm -hmm. Juani MH. Love it. Exclamation point. Five stars. This hilarious podcast helps me stay connected to my best friend during quarantine. Aww. Mm. We live, we live text during episodes of both the show and the podcast. And it's such a fun way to hang remotely and learn about new socially conscious rappers. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. That's plus one million for a solid roast. One (laughs) A. <laughs> when I first read this, I died by myself. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Um, the next one is from Bonnie Sue South. I'm so glad I found y'all. Very Southern. I love it, Bonnie. Five stars. Thank you so much for being stoned and talking about my favorite sociology homework, 90 Day Fiance. I love y'all. <laughs> oh, we love Bonnie, y'all too. Bonnie, Sue, we love y'all. Bonnie, okay. Sue, uh, yeah. You know what, Bonnie, Sue? That's that's a we love y'all bonus. That's one million points to Bonnie, Sue. And it comes with a side of hush puppies because we love the South. Ugh. We ordered, Max and I, some barbecue from North Carolina and it came with a bunch of uh, hush puppies 
and I oh, ate all of them. That the pulled pork. Do you get the pulled pork sandwiches? Yes, we did. That kit. Yes, I know we exactly did. what the fuck it you're was talking so about. Fucking good. Ah! We're getting Nathan's hot dogs for Father's Day from Max's dad, and we ordered get those Russ at the market, and daughters. Though. We got Russ and daughters delivered from New York for his birthday. Wow. The world brought really you to just step. being just like real Jewish out here. <laughs> just like the you know the internet is a wonderful thing, isn't it? it? One last review. Oh, oh. All right, just like rule of threes, Miles. Yeah, yeah. Ever heard of it? Nope. <laughs> All right, this is from Wishing Star Fifty Six. Pod better than show it's based on. Five stars. Y'all didn't catch Sophia's four twenty k bonus for saying beating behind the bush. When she meant beating around the bush. Cry, laugh, face, cry, laugh, face. <laughs> Just as bad as beating to the rhythm of my own drum. <laughs> cool roast. Oh, I appreciate shit. a wishing star. Love you both and the show. Heart kiss. Wishing Very star. Nice. That's a 56,000 point bonus. <laughs> For roasting me so kindly. Yep. It's very gentle. Very gentle. All right. Thank you well, for lubing me up first before you roasted. Me. <laughs> uh, well, that's the that's the end of this episode. Uh, check in with us next Wednesday for a recap of um, what is that one? The other way? No, this is the, the other, other way. way. No, happily ever after. Yeah, See? happily ever after. Can't keep track of all these kids, man. Uh, mm-hmm. And then more of this on Thursday. But yes, this the, the hits will not stop. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at four two zero day fiance. Uh, you know, leave us a review, please. Uh, leave us a DM. Uh, send us notes. Tell us about the shit that we're being ignorant about because we are ignorant. Also, um, yeah, just we just, anything. We just like interacting. Yeah, and shout out to K ones that told us that the weird thing that Andre's daughter was chewing the last episode was a teething yes. cracker. Yes, we appreciate you. Thank you for Thank letting you. us know. Yes. We thought it was insulation, and we've confirmed it is not insulation. <laughs> we thought it was asbestos. Yeah. No. Just thought it was, yeah, fiberglass insulation. Uh, <laughs> Where you can, can find, people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia, S-O-F-I-Y-A. And, hey, hold on a second. Don't I have an album coming out this Sunday on Father's Day? Oh, my God. You totally do. You can pre-order the album Father's Day now everywhere that you listen to music, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, and it will show up in your music on Sunday. And also I'm having a a Zoom show where it's only other fatherless comedians doing comedy on (laughs) Father's Day, which is this (laughs) Sunday at 6 p.m. So if you don't have a dad... And you feel like, you know what? Let me be around my people. Yeah. It's going to be Yasser Lester, Chelsea Devantes, uh, Lori Kilmartin, and Tom Takar. Some of my favorite fatherless comics. So check it out. Where can I find I? Well, if you're interested in following me, Miles Gray, you can find me at Miles of Gray, that's Gray with an A, on Twitter and Instagram, and you can listen to me on the Daily Zeitgeist every day with Jack O'Brien. All right, well, that's a do about nothing. Isn't that a thing? Much ado about nothing. Much ado about nothing. Shakespeare, I love it. Yes, the bard himself. Uh, all right, y'all, I'm going to go and smoke a blunt. Uh, please take care of each other and love love yourself too. Love you okay? guys. Bye. Bye.
Geneva College is now hosting college visits both in person and online. Explore our beautiful campus and meet with an admissions counselor to discover the quality and value of a Christ-centered education from Geneva College. Find out about scholarships and grants, too. To learn more, go to geneva.edu slash visit. That's geneva.edu slash visit. Discover one of the CIA's illicit Cold War initiatives on the iHeartRadio original podcast, Operation Midnight Climax. An undercover brothel drugging unwitting Americans. A mind control experiment gone horribly wrong. Back in the 50s, the government wouldn't let you watch Elvis Presley shake his hips on TV. But... The same government was running a brothel in broad daylight. Listen to Operation Midnight Climax on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.